Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on this Monday morning. Today on the show, the Braves are actually a better roster this year than they were last year. Are guys committed to winning in the NBA? And were there any all-star snubs for the Atlanta Braves? Talk about all that next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery from Locked on Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked on Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome in on a Monday morning to Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Lockdown Sports Atlanta. We ask you to head over to YouTube.com when you get there. Find us in the search browser. Subscribe to our page. Leave us a comment. Of course, free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Well, we get ready for really right now what has been the biggest series of the year after the Braves swept the Nationals, which they should have done. Look, that's the reality is the Washington Nationals are maybe the worst team, worst organization in Major League Baseball right now. And the Braves did exactly what you're supposed to do. Sweep them out of town, get them done. Here's the great thing. After they get done with these three games with the Mets here at Truist Park, they're going to head to Washington and play them for four games right before the All-Star break. So you get to beat up on them a little bit more. But we're now at a point where it's a game and a half lead for the Mets in this division. And here comes the Mets in tonight into Truist Park. And what I've said, I think this is going to be the biggest, most raucous crowd. You got all the goofball Mets fans that are going to be there. Max Fried versus Max Scherzer, a game and a half. The division lead could flip before we get, you know, to the weekend and get ready to go to Washington. Everything sets itself up for this week. And the crazy part about the Braves and I know a lot of people were wondering how the Braves would work their roster and what double A would do in the offseason and who would he keep and who would he let go and things like that. But if you look right now, the Braves are even a better roster than they were last year. Now, some of that is additions because you didn't have guys, Ronald Acuna Jr., Marcelo Zuna. You didn't have those guys for a good bulk of the season last year. Ronnie literally played half a year and that was it. And then Ozuna obviously broke his hand and then got the, you know, was just kind of held out because of the the assault charges and things like that, that, that were, you know, being investigated and all that stuff. So you had two of your key cogs from your 2020 season that were missing. And then you add in the young guys that we've talked about, the Contreras, the Kyle Wright, the Michael Harris, the Spencer Strider. You're getting contributions from rookies and young guys that honestly you went into the season not expecting. Yeah, you knew you were going to give Kyle Wright maybe a shot to be a starter and things like that, but you didn't expect him to come out and be a 10-game winner, 9-game winner here at the All-Star break, right, to be as good as what he's been. Strider comes out of nowhere. You weren't expecting contributions out of him. Michael Harris has to take over center field. He nails that position down, and dare I say, dare I say, he might be the best Atlanta Brave that they have. He might be the best player that the Braves have. I know that's crazy talk. I know they've got Ronnie, and I know Ronnie's got the track record, but Michael Harris can do everything. He's a, you know, in baseball terms, we call it a five-tool player. Michael Harris is, is a five-tool player. Now, there's another aspect about the Braves team that I think they do a lot better this year as well. But first, want to tell you about my friends over at Sports Card Investor. Listen, 630,000 cards that they have on the Sports Card Investor app. I mean, 
I don't know what else you could be looking for. If you're in this marketplace and today, look, I'm a card collector. I've got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm always looking at prices. I'm always curious to see what's out there, what things are going for, what some of the stuff that I have is valued at. This is the easiest, best way to check things out. Sports Card Investor App is the hobby's most powerful resource. You can check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and obviously, at the end of the day, profit from this hobby that you love. So it's free and available in the Google Play Store, Apple App Stores. It's a must-have if you are a baseball fan. So um, look, it's completely free. You can check out their complete inventory of all of the cards that they have out there. And if you're interested in trying to find that favorite card, it's got prices. It's got what cards have been going for of late. You get all of your information easy and free in the palm of your hand on the app. So I want you to download Sports Card Investor app today. It's available free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores or go to sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on. sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on. Now, one of the other things that the Braves also do really well, and I've always asked this, and they've done it some in the past, but you look at the mix of speed and on base that they're getting from the bottom to the top of the order. You look at how Ronnie obviously adds that speed element, Michael Harris in the speed element, Dansby in the speed element. We've talked before about the idea of, look, Dansby's already set his career high in stolen bases this year, and Michael Harris is giving you a whole other dimension. When those guys get on, they put so much pressure. And obviously, this is without Ozzy right now, who you expect back. So you add Ozzy into the mix. And now, you know, look, you've got half your lineup that can really motor around the bases and really use their speed to their advantage. And you look at how good Max Fried has been as a starter. Max Fried has now asserted himself as a legitimate ace in Major League Baseball. And you saw he got announced to the All-Star team. Kyle Wright should have been. We'll talk about that a little bit later here. But Max Fried was named to the All-Star team. He's not going to start the All-Star game, but there's at least an argument to be had that you could say, we talked about last week, right? He's not only the best left-handed pitcher in baseball, but he's having one of the better seasons overall in Major League Baseball. He's been terrific this year, but he's established himself as a true ace. There's no more question about, do we have a guy at the top of our rotation? So if you start to look up and down this Braves roster, whether it's still the mix of power, whether it's the additions between Ronnie and Ozuna that weren't part of this last year, whether it's the young guys that you mix in, the Striders, the Harrises, the Kyle Wrights, the William Contreras, contributions from guys that you didn't expect. You've got Rosario, you've got Duvall, you've still got Austin Riley mashing away, and obviously you traded out Matt Olson for Freddie Freeman. And while it's not the same player the production and contributions of Olsen have been there as well. So I would tell you that overall, this team and their roster is even better. And oh yeah, it was kind of funny, right? Over the weekend, they stuck a thumb in the eye to the New York Mets. They picked up Robinson Cano, who I do think will be active uh, tonight. And he might even get an at-bat, right? Wouldn't surprise me at all if Snicker doesn't use him. I mean, he's got him on the bench, left-handed hitter, see what the, he's got out there. I like that because that's just kind of a thumb and a poke into the ribs of the New York Mets because they're paying them, right? I mean, the, the Braves are paying them, you know, a, a bag of balls, you know, some beans and, you know, a couple of fish heads for it. Mets have to pick up whatever it is they owe them, $20, 30000000 million or whatever like that. So they might even use him off the bench. But again, that's just, if you get something great, if you don't, you got nothing invested in it. Now, will they make a move at the all-star break? That's going to be the interesting part. 
you know, if Ian Anderson is on track and he can get himself back to being a little bit more consistent, then I think the rotation is fine, right? I don't know where you would stick another starter into that. Ian Anderson falters, then maybe you have to think about adding another starter because he has been so inconsistent this year. So I don't know that you need a starter, but that might be something that they look and add depending on what Ian Anderson does coming out of the All-Star break, or at least in his next start and heading toward the All-Star break, what does he do and can he get a little bit more consistent? Otherwise, you might find a piece for the back end of your bullpen, but you've added Matzik back uh, into the midst. You're hoping to get Kirby Yates back. Obviously, with Smith and Jansen and the year that Minter has had, Minter's had an all-star caliber year. Look, by and large, your bullpen is pretty well set, right? You you feel like you have your bullpen pretty well set. Maybe one more right-handed arm. I feel like you got enough lefties with Minter, <clears throat> excuse me, Matzik and Will Smith. You probably need another right-handed guy, right, to mix in, especially now that Strider is a starter. You probably need one more right-hander in the back end of that bullpen or somewhere that can eat up some innings through the middle of that bullpen. Chavez has been terrific. McHugh's been, you know, terrific. But you're looking for somebody to replace a Darren O'Day or somebody like that in there. But by and large, there isn't really a need. Think about it. They haven't had to rebuild their outfield like they did last year. Remember, their outfield just went to shambles when Azuna and Arani were out. They had to rebuild everything. Could they add another left-handed bat? I think that's what they're hoping that, you know, Robinson Cano is. But right now, this team is better. Now, it doesn't mean that they'll win the World Series, but you would have to think that they have to be the favorites going into this thing, right? I know they have, what, the third best record, but you would have to figure that the Braves right now should be one of the favorites to absolutely win the World Series. All right, when we come back, I want to talk about are guys in the NBA committed to winning? I had this question asked of me the other day. It's up next on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Back with you on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Head to youtube.com, put Lockdown Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment. Of course, we're free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And you can give me a follow on my personal Twitter page that would be at JMSage316. I had this question asked of me here recently on my radio show was, do you think that guys in the NBA are committed to winning? And and the reason that somebody asked me that question is, when you look at some of the deals that these guys took to play in the NBA, right? And, and specifically, I'll use Bradley Beal. You know, people, I, I, I'd said, and I've said it here a million times on this particular show, that Bradley Beal was never going to be available. Oh, what? Well, why? He's a free, he can opt out. Okay, great. But the, the Wizards could pay him a quarter billion dollars. A quarter billion dollars. And people are like, well, they're not going to win and this and the other. They're not going to be. Okay. And I get that. Are guys committed to winning? Yes. Are guys committed to winning more than taking the money when they're 25 to 30 years old? No. I mean, let's be honest. If the options are to, you know, sacrifice for the good of the team or opt out and go play with a winner for a lot less money, are they more likely to do that when they're 25 to 30 years old? No. Why would Bradley Beal, why would any NBA player turn down a quarter billion dollars? Let me repeat that. A quarter billion dollars. Now, out there in listener land, 
I want you to ask me how much of that money in the NBA is guaranteed. When somebody gets a quarter billion dollar contract, I want you to ask me how much of that is guaranteed. How much that's guaranteed? All of it. All of it. So I don't think it's a lack of commitment to winning by these guys to play for these organizations. Remember, the league has set the structure up with salaries to make it where guys stay with their team. You can be more heavily rewarded with your own team than you can by chasing and leaving and things like that. And now that you're seeing the money, which is becoming, you know, the super maxes, and they come up with a new term every week about how can I pay my guy more, right? I mean, Devin, take Devin Booker, for instance, okay? Let's just for argument's sake say that the Phoenix Suns end up trading or losing Aiton at the end of the day. They don't match an offer. They sign and trade him, whatever. And then in a couple of years, they're going to lose Chris Paul. And they just lost Aaron Holiday. You know, there's talk about if they would make a trade, would Bridges be involved, whatever. But you could be looking at in two or three years. The Phoenix Suns go from, hey, we're legitimately able to win the NBA title to, eh, we're just kind of a team finding a spot because, Paul retires, Aiton's gone, this guy's gone, that guy's gone, and there's Booker standing there by himself, right? Now, they'll try to rebuild around him and everything like that, but I don't think it's a matter of that these guys aren't committed to winning when they take these kinds of money. You you can't, as a player, say no to a quarter billion dollars. It's like when I read these things in today's NBA about, oh, well, this, you know, Zion is committed to winning because... He didn't take an opt-out in his last year. Well, duh. You think he's going to walk away from $55 million in his final year? He's not going to opt out. That Joker's got over almost $61 million. The, the two-year extension that Dame Lillard just signed, $63.5 million in his final year. Think he's going to walk away from that? What NBA player... They would be the stupidest. I wouldn't want them on my championship team because they'd have to be the stupidest guy in the NBA to walk away from $63.5 million guaranteed. So the money's gotten to be where it's just so over the top that these guys can't say no. Now, I want to spend a minute here talking to you about my friends over at Athletic Greens. Listen, one scoop every morning gives you everything that you need, 75 high-quality minerals, Whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, uh, adaptogens, everything that you need to start your day off right. And the great thing about Athletic Greens, let me tell you, is that it's simple. You literally scoop up, mix it with water. That's it. That's it. You don't have to do anything else with this thing. You get all healthy ingredients. You get all the minerals and nutrients that you need. But it's just an easy-to-use product, one scoop every day, one scoop every morning, Start your morning off with it, mix it with water, and you're ready to go. So I want you to check out our friends, Athletic Greens, right now. And look, reclaim your health, reclaim your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional product. One scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't have to do a million different pills, supplements, everything else out there. And so what we also have going on right now is we have a deal for you. We're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, okay? So with your first purchase of Athletic Greens, we're going to give you those couple of things. So 
what you do is you go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB network, athleticgreens.com slash MLB network, athleticgreens.com slash MLB network, take ownership of your health, be, pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, and you'll get a light, um, one year supply, excuse me, of vitamin D and five free travel packs, athleticgreens.com slash MLB network out there. But the money has gotten to the point in the NBA where it's so highly absurd that guys can't opt out. Remember a week and a half, two weeks ago when this was the talk and, and this was funny. Well, you know, Kyrie could opt out of his contract for $37.6 million and he could go to the Lakers on a mid-level exemption, which would pay him $6 million. Oh, okay. So he opts out of 37 plus million guaranteed to go make 6 million guaranteed. Yeah, but he'd be with a contender. Okay, great. So he's with a contender for 31 plus million less. Who's going to do that? Why would that make sense to anybody? By the way, Kyrie's got a title, was part of a championship team. I get the idea of winning. But this is not about guys' commitment to win. It's about the money that these teams are able to throw at guys is so high and it's so over the top that you can't say no to it. You can't say no to all of that guaranteed money. You'd be a fool. And to be honest with you, you probably have the players' union coming after you saying, hey, how are you opting out of this? When when Russell, Rest, Russell Westbrook, say that five times real fast, opted in a week ago, whatever it was, it was $47.5 million. Hey, you know what? He didn't give that contract to himself. Another team gave him that money. All he did was opt in for the guaranteed part. Now it's up to the Lakers. You don't want me? Trade me or do whatever. But here's what I know. I'm getting $47.5 million. I'll work with you if I have to. You know, We can work out a couple million here, there, a few million, whatever like that. I can give back a couple million. But I'm not giving you, I'm not turning down $47.5 million. And that's become the big joke in the NBA that I, I'm just reading these stories about. Oh, these GMs are like, oh, their commitment to winning is there because they're not taking an opt-out in their fifth year. Who's going to opt out of $55, $60 million? That, that's what Zion and Dame Lillard and, and Booker and those guys, they're looking at $55, $60 million guaranteed. Who's opting out of that? You'd be a fool. If I was your agent, I would tell you, I don't care how bad you want to win. I don't care how much you want an NBA championship. That's up to the GM of your team to figure out how to build around you. But this idea of turning down a quarter billion dollars because you want to win, you know what? Once I've got my quarter billion in the bank and ready to go, and I'm 35, 36 years old, then we can talk about trying to win a championship then I might be willing to take less. I don't blame the players for this at all. This is not about their commitment to winning. This is about you have to figure out in modern day NBA how to get players around your $60 million superstar. All right, when we come back, any Braves get snubbed in the Major League All-Star game? We'll talk about that up next. Hitting Hard with John Chuck, we Locked on Sports Atlanta. 
Back with you on Hitting Hard with John Trucker here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com. Subscribe to our page there. Of course, we are free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. that include Spotify, Odyssey. Give us a five-star review. Download it today. And, of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. So, over the weekend, Friday night, we got the starters listed uh, who's going to be in the All-Star game. And then we got all of our reserves listed out there yesterday so the Braves are really well represented obviously we knew Ronald Acuna Jr who was the leading vote getter in the National League he's going to be one of the starting outfielders for the uh for the squad um we did see that Max Freed got uh, selected as one of the other uh, starting pitchers William Contreras because of Bryce Harper's injury Contreras is not gonna or sorry Harper's not gonna play obviously he's on the IL with that broken hand so Contreras is going to take over for him at the DH spot Travis Darno made the team uh, as well. I still don't understand how Dansby didn't make the starting All Star. I, I and and somebody's oh it's a popularity contest. Okay, well it was a popularity contest to get to that point. It was a popularity contest to get down to the final two, and the Braves had one of the final two at about six different positions. So, I mean again, I I don't understand how Dansby, who's having a terrific year and he's having an MVP caliber year how he's not the starter at shortstop, but okay. But he did uh, obviously uh, make the team. And so the Braves end up with, you know, a handful of guys that are, you know, part of this group. Now, are there guys that should have been on this roster that that did not make the roster? <clears throat> I think the one that, excuse me, most people are pointing to is <clears throat> the idea of Austin Riley should have been uh, on the all-star team. You know, one of the top guys in the league in home runs. He was leading the National League for a while in home runs. I think the problem for Riley, honestly, though, it's not a matter of what Austin Riley did or did not do. But obviously, you have two guys in front of him that are having outstanding years. Machado and Arenado are having outstanding years at third base. I mean, let's be honest. Those guys have had a better year than even what Austin Riley has. Not that Riley's had a bad year. It's just that those guys have had better years for all of it. So I think they're starting to get to be a little bit of a log jam at the third base spot. And then obviously the other thing, too, is every team has to be represented in the All-Star game, right? Every team has to have a guy that that represents their clubs. Even the low-life dirtbag, you know, Pittsburgh Pirates have to have a representative, right? Now, you know, some teams, it's it's easy, right? The Marlins have an easy pick. Alcantara's probably, to me personally, he should start the All-Star game. And I know they're in L.A., and I know Dave Roberts said, oh, it'd be great if Kershaw got a start, you know, and all that. Why? Can I ask? I'm not even sure Kershaw should be on the All-Star team. I'm not even, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Kershaw should be on the All-Star team over Kyle Wright. How about that? Let's go hot takey for it. Kyle Wright's had a better, more impactful year than Clayton Kershaw's had. With all due respect to Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be a first ballot no-brainer Hall of Famer for it. And I understand they put Miguel Cabrera on the AL team. They put Albert Pujols on this team because those guys are in their last year and the sentimental blah, 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 blah. I get it. So you had to eat a a roster spot through all of that. My frustration is more the idea that Dansby didn't get an all-star start this year because he's had, I mean, I don't know what else Dansby could do. I literally don't know what else he could do. He's having a career year, homers, runs, RBI, stolen bases, batting average on base. He's a gold glove shortstop. He's going to win the gold glove this year. 
He's right now probably a top five MVP candidate. You might even be able to make a case that he's top maybe three, four. So he's had an outstanding year. I'm more frustrated by that than who didn't get on the team. And look, let's be honest. Ronnie probably would not have made the team had he have been the leading vote getter. And Ronnie's had a really good year when you break his numbers down in the capsule of what he's played. But obviously, he's been more short time. So we'll talk about more about this in just a second here. But let me tell you about my friends over at Coffee AM. And you know how excited I, I am about these folks. Look, Coffee AM, and you go to coffeeam.com. They are, are one of our new sponsors. But more importantly is what I love about these guys is that they are local here to Atlanta. They are the best small batch coffee roaster in America, and they are local to Atlanta. They're up in the Canton area. You know how much I love local, and more importantly is you know how much I love coffee. They have an extensive selection, no matter what you're looking for. You're looking for strong coffees, light coffees. You're looking for flavored coffees. I can tell you my daughter smells some of those flavored coffees. They sent us a great package, a care package. She loved the smell of those. And look, I, I, I can't tell you how good the house smells with having these bags of coffee around. I love these folks over at Coffee AM. CoffeeAM.com is the place to go. Check out all their broad line of coffees, teas, gift sets, all those different things that they have available. And here's what we've got going on. We're offering a deal right now to our Locked On Atlanta listeners. If you go to CoffeeAM.com backslash Locked On, coffeeam.com backslash locked on today check out what they have coffees teas gift sets when you put together that first order i want you to use coupon code locked on at checkout l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n again l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n at checkout and you get 15 percent off your first order whatever you got coffees teas gift sets everything that you buy that first order you get 15 percent off by simply using locked on at the as the coupon code at the checkout l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n so again go to my friends over at coffeeam.com i'm super passionate about these folks i love the product line that they have i'm enjoying their coffee every single morning i'm sitting here right now having a cup of their coffee out there so can't thank them enough wonderful sponsors coffeeam.com is the place to go and get that 15 percent off out of all of it but look by and large, the, the Braves were well represented in the All-Star game for what they've done, you know, up to this point, right? I mean, like I said, I, I, I'd have Kyle Wright in over Clayton Kershaw. I would have probably find, found a spot for William Contreras. Now, look, Harper's not going to play. Probably another guy that won't play. My guess is Austin Riley will be the first guy that Snit will go to. He'll probably be the first guy that that gets a look-see, you know, at one of those positional spots, you know, in the all-star game. I was a little bit surprised that, you know, a Kenley Jansen as a closer didn't get a spot, but that's one of those things when you start to get into closer, look, Josh Hader's on a whole other planet, right? And I think he's their only all-star representative. He's on a whole another planet how good he's been this year. But closer is always that easy position where, okay, we'll take the Pirates closer, We'll take this, you know, we'll take the Rockies or the, uh, we'll take, excuse me, we'll take the Diamondbacks closer, right? I mean, when you need to round out the roster and everybody gets a spot on the team, every team gets a representative, that's usually, honestly, the first place that you look. If there's no clear-cut guy to put on the team, right, you take the guy, you take the team's closer, and eh, we'll take the Pirates closer, we'll take the uh, uh 
uh, Diamondbacks closer, right? We'll, we'll, we'll take the Kansas City Royals closer because they don't have anybody who deserves to be on the team, but they have to be represented. That's an easy way to go about all of it. So, look, Braves are going to have a, a big, heavy, prominent, you know, showing there. Oh, I will mention, too, the other guy. Look, has A.J. Minter been all-star worthy as a guy for the Braves this year? Yes. There's a big problem, though, for, a, for A.J. Minter. And this is not this is not anything against him. It's just that setup guys are not getting in the all-star game. They're just not. He, even when Mariano Rivera was a top-tier setup guy for John Wetland, right, he didn't make the all-star team. You know when he made his first all-star team? When he had 43 saves. <laughs> that w- w- Rivera's first all-star appearance was the year he ended up with 43 saves when he took over the closer role, right? That's just the nature of the all-star game. Setup guys just don't get that. It's starters closers because you're pitching guys all the time right and you're doing matchups so i'm not surprised mentor has been fantastic but he was already behind the eight ball as far as where he pitched to be able to get himself a spot on the all-star team but look a couple weeks here whatever you know a week or so whatever we're going to have the all-star game braves are going to be well represented uh, out in la freddie will be there i'm sure that there will be lots of pictures and photo ops of Freddie and Snicker, this will be a chance for all of them to get back together, right? And we can see Charlie and we can see Freddie crying and he can talk about how emotional this is to to start the All-Star game or or not start the All-Star game, but be a part of the All-Star game or this, that, and the other. Okay, you know, what, whatever. Actually, I take that back. I mean, Freddie is not even going to be, you know, part of this this group. That's right, Goldschmidt, who's probably the MVP of the, the National League. So good. So we don't have to deal with Freddie and all that good stuff, all right? But anyway, the Braves are going to be well represented out there in the All-Star game. I'm sure Riley might find a spot on this team when all is said and done out there. But I'm telling you, I'd have taken Kyle Wright over Clayton Kershaw and said, screw Dave Roberts. That's just me, though. What do I, you know, what do I know about all of it? All right, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard your first listen every day. Make A to Z with Mark Zinno your second listen every day. Every day, excuse me. Mark is back talking about all things Atlanta sports. He's got those opinions that you might not like, but you know that you have to hear A to Z with Mark Zeno. It's free and available on our YouTube page, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Also free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Five-star review is there. And then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We'll be back with you tomorrow. It's been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery and Locked On Sports Atlanta.